It's not true. It's not true. Jimmy, don't believe it, Jimmy. What? Whatever they say to you, you don't believe it. I normally don't. It's AI, and you can't trust anything now in the world because it's all AI. No, it's not. It's not? Hey, it's working this week. Oh, people in a world filled with pod shows, you have found the Boom Xers. We are the pod show all about the jibber jabber. Hey, jibber jabber, we got some jibber jabber for you. We are four friends, too young to be baby boomers, but we are too old to be Gen Xers. We get together every Thursday and we broadcast live on podbeena.com. Something happens at 6.30. But I wouldn't call it a show. My name is Dave, and I reside in Pennsylvania. And, as usual, I have three friends with me. Four Boom Xers sit in a tub and talk until the turds float up. My boy Jimmy. Uh, first, <laughs> we head to Michigan, and we say hello to Sherry. Hello. Hello. I don't have much to say. It's going to be a long show. No, it's not. I'm going to cut it off early. We're going down to North Carolina very quickly to say hello to Cindy. Hello. Happy 125-24. Hmm. 125-24. And Jimmy, we're coming back up to you, back to Michigan, to our man in the street, Mr. Jimmy Artie. Hello. Hello. Hello, Dave. And... Hello, Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) And hello, Cindy. I was wondering. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. All right. Settle down, Jimmy, because that's not how we start this show. We start the show by turning it over to Sherry. And she is finally going to let us know if we've got ourselves a sponsor. Shocker. Once again, Once again, we have a non-sponsor. And our non-sponsor, yeah. for various reasons, is, what is it? Hmm. Stereotypes. Hmm. Not sponsored by stereotypes. Uh, I am definitely sponsored by stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I love stereotypes. But they're, they're not going to sponsor us because... Sometimes they're just wrong. Sometimes they're really wrong. Huh. Mm. They use a shotgun. They, Wait. I don't know if they use a shotgun. Stereotypes use shotguns? Uh, yeah. Wait, but I. what's wrong with stereotypes? What are you telling me? When are they wrong? They're never wrong. They're always right. So today, I'm out at a job site. And there's two big, long buildings. One is almost done. These are residential apartments, seven or eight together in a building. You got to go up all these steps, three flights. This one's almost done. This one's under construction. So I, believe it or not, I'm not always the asshole. So I am not going to park in this tight little sub in front of the ones where three people live there because I don't want to block their garage, right? Uh I'm going to park by the building that's 
under construction. So I get out of my car and this fucking, I walk away and this dude's like, excuse me, miss, miss. And I'm like, yeah. And it's this Amish dude. And he goes, how long are you going to be here? I'm like, you know, 10 minutes. It's all good. I'll be out of here. Well, why do you got to park there? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, because I don't want to block anybody in at the occupied building. And he's like, well, we got to have room to come in here and you shouldn't park here. And he's just getting all in my face. And I'm like, fuck you, Kingpin. Fucking um, Amish. The goddamn yeah. Amish. So, but I really did want to say, fuck you, Kingpin. And then I'm like, no, just keep it, you know. And then, of course, I moved my car, but not to the spot he told me to. Don't fucking fuck with me, Amish. But anyway, so I was thinking, God, that's unusual. Jesus, a fucking nasty ass Amish guy. And then I had to put myself in check. And I'm like, why do out of not out of nothing? I have decided that I've stereotyped that the Amish are just all nice people. Oh, no, that's a wrong stereotype. I know, but I mean, they're so pricks. comes out of nowhere, and I don't know why I decided that I got the one grumpy Amish guy. Maybe they're all fucking assholes. Why did I stereotype them as all nice people? I see what you're saying. Yeah, you got to get your stereotypes right. Right. I didn't know. And I'm like, was he the one, was he the one asshole Amish, or did I just stereotype them wrong and there's a lot of ass just like every nationality is there an equal amount in the amish community probably maybe more i, but think I thought more. it was atypical for no reason i think there's more every time i have to slow down for a buggy i'm like <laughs> asshole <laughs> jesus get a fucking car how often do you see buggies out there listen here don't question He's an amish me. country don't question me about my amish interactions they can make a lot of trouble <laughs> yeah they can <laughs> and you know they can um, use power tools as they just can't own the power tools and they can get in yeah. a car they just can't drive a car or own the car yeah val that when val lived in pennsylvania growing up she said the amish would come come over and, knock on their door and ask to use their phone or for a ride to the store <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no <laughs> No, you pricks. Buy a car. Get into the fucking real world. They're the ultimate Sabbath mode. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, well, although some of them are, are cocaine dealers up there. Mm. Well, well, they now. cook a little <laughs> chicken. I'm going to change my stereotype about the Amish. <laughs> I'm going to go right? talk. So I have, a, I have a different kind of a question on, on the word stereotype. Where did that like, did stereotype exist, the, the terminology before, like, having a stereo system? Ooh. <laughs> and, ah. and what does that, how is that, you know, put together as meaning what it is? Hmm. Correct. Like, Dave's a cassette, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's more like an eight track. He's a kind of an eight track. I'm mono, too. You. I'm not right. stereo, either. I'm just fucking mono. Mono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Jimmy, on weird. the other hand, he's quadraphonic. Hmm. All right. It says it comes from the French S-T-E-R-E, which means solid or immovable. Hmm. So 
an because immovable just, type. Right, you see, so you've, you've done an immovable thing. I just thought that the Amish were nice people, all wrong, of them. Wrong, wrong, And it wrong. must be that I was such an asshole that I got yelled at by an Amish person. And then I thought. Well, wait, now here's the deal. It I am an asshole. It doesn't yeah. change the fact I, that you're an asshole. That's okay. <laughs> excellent point. I have to make you an app. An app? The Jimmy app. The Jimmy What's the app? Jimmy app? Uh, I had a comeback for it. Oh. An Amish oh. comeback. Nice. I thought Fuck You Kingpin was about where I wanted to go with it. Do you think that the Amish guy would have understood that? No. Comeback? No, he shouldn't have. I think he would have understood fuck you. Yeah, but I think they got oh, the, yeah. I well. think they got the slang. But I don't think he would have known Kingpin. What well, maybe he went to the movies? Well maybe he went to Val's family's house and watched <laughs> Right. So hey, can we watch <laughs> the movies? Anyway. They do build a good barn and house and furniture. But I they could cook chicken. Well, maybe he got a, like a nail in his shoe or something. He's so. actually a nice guy, but he got a nail in his shoe right when Sherry showed up. Sherry. <laughs> shoe, Sherry. When I ran his ass over, he'd be have more trouble than that. <laughs> Jimmy's going to run his ass over. <laughs> I'll take your buggy. Fucking Fuck Jimmy. you and your fucking... Well, uh, when, you know... Uh, it's like the uh, suburban chicks that all got huge SUVs they drive around. Those chicks. Those suburban chicks. Sherry. Like, man, Sherry, they Sherry is a go, suburban chick. Just, they go, man. Yeah. They they, they're just going. Man. Going, bro. Freaking paying no attention to the traffic. Or they're nothing. not... None at all. Zippo. They got a big. They're app. probably they're probably texting and and drinking their Starbucks coffee, and they have that steering wheel that keeps them in line. You know, right? They do. They just put their pedal to the metal. They do. Yeah. Usually, I avoid them. It, it only pisses me off when I see kids in the car, and they're oh. the mom driving like an asshole. But the kids are also just playing on their phones and not paying attention either. Like, oh, in 20 years, there's two more assholes. Yep. <laughs> well, hopefully by then we'll have them self-driving cars and we don't have to worry about it. Jesus. That's how um, that's how easy it is to drive. You don't even have to pay attention. That chick's never gotten in an accident. She's fine. I, actually, if they just had a bus that went in a circle, a one-mile circle... I'd sell my car. <laughs> is that is that all you got? You got your hairstylist, you got your baker, you got your pancake. Is that all within that square mile radius? Yep. Damn, wow. baby, that's awesome. You could just walk it. Can you just walk a mile then? Yeah, walk the shit, bro. Yeah, walk the earth. I don't know, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> Put on some fucking boots. All you need are boots. I for, I'm sorry, I forgot. You're in the middle of winter in, right. in Detroit. Right. But I I like the people in the neighborhood. Those are the people in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. We're very in, 
and we're very integrated. <laughs> Dude, okay. does, does Jimmy know what that means? Yes. yes. I think he thinks that's he. That's they all have high speed internet. <laughs> Wait, is that not what I mean? <laughs> oh man, we got all kinds of people living here. All kinds. It's very um, eclectic. Non- Non-stereotypical. Oh, there we're back <laughs> nice. to stereotypes. Nice. He's bringing it around, our boy Jimmy. Um, Jimmy, does anybody there, have they brought back your fashion statement? What were you looking at? What fashion were you trying to bring back and why? I would like to bring back the high collar. The high? So like like Fonzie, like flip up your collar? Uh, no, that. I don't know if that more looks like, kind of stupid. More like well, Elvis? You, what's a high collar? Like a cowl neck? Like a, well, like a Elvis? That, like that's twice as uh, thick as the one that they have now. Like those old uh, striped polo shirts or whatever with that really thick, I know what you're talking about, like stiff collar that you threw up and it would cover all the hickeys on your neck. No. Right. What? It, it, it covers up the uh, Adam's apple. Well, but but you're not flipping it up. It just naturally goes that high. Yeah. Well, I don't know about covering your Adam's apple, Adam's dude, apple? Because the that collar... Like a turtleneck. Right. That yeah. sounds like a turtleneck. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? A turtleneck? Well, I, don't, I don't know, but I made a big mistake this year. What was that? Just this year already. I got a haircut for Christmas. And I should have never done that. Why? Because the back of my neck is freezing to death. Jesus Christ. It's like shivering. I don't know. So you want the high collar for warmth? For his winter because he got a haircut. Right. This is all due to a haircut. You can can get a dickie or a scarf. Right. Well, like, um, there's some women blouses that have high collars. Right? And they come to, like, a point. He's obsessed with the high collar. And then you could wear a nice, you could wear a nice pin in the middle. Yeah. It'd be very fashionable. A brute. There you go. Hmm. But then, but then you'd have to have like three layers of clothing on you in the winter, so you never see the inside fashion. Oh well, I'm talking about the man about town. The man within a square mile about town. Yeah, he's he's talking about. You are the man about the town. Talking about the man about town. One mile, right? But but I got a big hospital on on that mile too oh that's bad because you don't i mean you want to not have the temptation to do stupid shit where you can go to the hospital because it's so convenient so convenient so he's <laughs> running around in traffic he's like he's playing a real life version of frogger on fucking hall road but, the, but it's in my square mile yeah i'm right here if i get hurt i'm right here at the hospital i'll be all right i'm i just mm-hmm. hop over there Oh, Jimmy. It's my six-month checkup time. Yeah. Right there. I got to go. Yearly? No. Six months. Well, unless 
uh, your, um, hmm. what do you call that? That something. Your one of your, unless you are taking some kind of medication that's on the, the federal watch list or whatever, then you got to see your doctor every three months. What's that, fentanyl? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for sure. That's on it. You know, fat and all. Fat and all. Okay. Um, uh, all right. Good to Jesus. know. All right. Good to know, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Good to know. For sure. Um, well, I don't know. I think back in the day, it might have been uh, college times where that was popular. At least the, what, what I have in my mind is like the high collars, like the short sleeve uh, cotton shirts, polo type, and not necessarily polo brand, but, you know, either one color or striped bright colors, and you flip the white collar up because it was cool. And then the tips, like, kind of, like, bend down a little. Do you guys ever do that? Um, yes. Yeah, but only on okay. um, a sweatband starts to show up on the white collar shirt. And then you oh, got to yeah. keep it flipped down all the time to cover up that brown sweatband. I would think you need to keep it flipped up to cover the sweatband. Hmm. I don't know about the sweatband at all. I'm not. I don't know that. No, because you get free shirts <laughs> <laughs> that have a hood on them. <laughs> yeah. He don't even care about the style. Who's a free shirt? Free shirt. Hoodies hoodies are greater than um, flip collars, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know about this year, but last year I had a hell of a time looking for turtlenecks. Oh, so really? you do have a distinction then between turtlenecks and high collars. But our boy likes turtlenecks. Yeah. Huh. No, the high collar is the button up. With, okay. the with the high collar. Yeah. It sounds like something that Amish I'm, would wear. I'm envisioning yeah. Elvis Presley. <laughs> Remember he had those big high collars? But he Oh didn't, my god. Yeah. He didn't he didn't flip them up. They just were way up high and then came back, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And Liberace. <laughs> that's uh, there you that's our it boy was like Jimmy. a high collar and a low button so you could see all that chest hair poofing out oh yeah that's our boy jimmy that's what he that's what he wants guys <laughs> none of this other he wants elvis presley and liberace shirts right <laughs> right because they want to see man cleavage well, who's yeah. they? Who, who are they? Yeah, who is they? And they should be shot. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Fucking um, they. So as long as we're going back in time, Cindy has a new definition for some old slang. I think. What? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, have you guys ever used "out of pocket"? Sure. As a term. Out okay. How, do, how would you use that in a sentence, Sherry? So I've got to pay for something out of pocket. Like my insurance company might cover this, but I got to pay for so much out of pocket. This is out of my pocket. Nobody's helping me with that. It's my, it's my nut. Out of pocket. 
How about you, Dave? Yeah, same thing. It's when I, you're paying for and it Jimmy? out of your own pocket. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy? What if you ain't got a pocket? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be out of sock. Yeah, out of sock. Out of bra. Yeah. Um, and any comment, Jimmy, other than that one? Uh, just out of, uh, you know, like a deductible on your insurance. Okay, you well, got, that's one of the, got, well, that's one of the older meanings. And then uh, another older meaning means like out of the office or out of contact. Yes. Yep. I'll be out of pocket, you know, in the next couple of days. So you can't, you, can't, you know, reach somebody else instead of me. But now the slang in means that somebody said or did something inappropriate. Oh. So that was out of pocket. Hmm. So if you're saying, oh, I'm going to be out of pocket, it's like, oh, what's coming out of your mouth next? You know, this gotcha. it's like anytime somebody says something rude or offensive to nice. someone else's, oh, man, that was out of pocket. Huh. Didn't know that. So Dave's usually out of pocket. He's I totally am so out of, pocket. out of pocket. He lives out of pocket. He's pocket. never in pocket. I do. I don't even know what in pocket it's, is. It's <laughs> that's interesting. Well, except for yeah. my pocket pool, that's in pocket. Hmm. Mm. That's in pocket. Uh, it's yeah. not really in your pocket. You're just going to your pocket to play the pool. Right, but it's not out of but pocket. But then that would be that would be out of pocket. <laughs> Playing in your pocket, oh yeah, because it's rude and offensive. Offensive, right? You're being out of pocket with your hand in your pocket. Hmm. Would you take all of the um, junk out of your pockets before you sit down? Don't you? Do you? I definitely try. Yeah. That's what I'm digging for. Maybe there's something else, <laughs> something else down there you I have missed. Yeah, your keys <laughs> sticking in your. In your, your junk's in the way when you sit down? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you There's get a the whole junk. bunch of junk in the way. Gotta get the junk out the way before you sit. You don't want to sit on the junk because it hurts. Oh. So speaking of out of pocket, Jimmy had a follow-up to an old story about some birds. Ooh. Right, Bird. Jimmy? Parrots. Carrots? Parrots. <laughs> I love how I Polly love, want a cracker. I parrot. love getting a story out of Jimmy. Parrot. Parrot. P a r r o t. Polly want a cracker. Oh, yeah, where the hell? Is oh yeah, that one. Yeah, they're totally out of pocket. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Would you oh, like yeah. to introduce your favorite story? Our favorite story of yours for the week. I forgot to preload. I oh, got to preload. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, do you need the Magnum to preload? <laughs> if you think you're going to have a big load. Get the preload Magnum for your story of the week. So, so yeah, at um, a zoo in England, uh, they had... Um, like five of these big gray parrots and uh no but no zoo wanted them because um they swore and said offensive things to the people 
that came to see him. So they didn't know what to do. After a while, they said, well, let's just do an experiment. Let's put him with the other birds. And before long, the rest of the birds started to swear. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, let's get Is that with the other birds. The other birds will clean these ones up. Nope. Nope. The other ones went dirty. They all went dirty, man. Oh, my now, God. Yeah, okay. But apparently, the scientists said that their parents are part of a flock. And the bigger the flock, the happier they are. So I guess there's like an overall feeling of the birds. And then they have their individual likes and dislikes. So, Cindy, did you read the article? I I skimmed it, but it had a lot of the same information as when we chatted about it last time, maybe last year, when they got kicked out. But yeah, I did I did see that they were um, going to try to put these I don't know handful of parrots that were swearing um, with like a hundred parrots to hope that the hundred clean speaking parrots would change their ways. Right. So I think it's still, Jimmy, I think it's still an ongoing thing about how it's going to roll. Yeah. This was like yesterday because they, like Cindy's point, you brought this story up. It was fabulous. Like, I don't know, was it a year ago? They pulled the potty mouth parrots out. And then now there's a lot more parrots than the rest of the population. So they think that this will dilute. And because parrots yeah. parrot each other, they think all of the the not swearing parrots will affect them. And I was wondering what everybody's take was on it. Dave, do you think you would swear less if you were around, like you and your four friends are swearing and everybody else is not swearing? Would that change your your language? Wait, what? If you're if you're swearing like you normally do, of course and, not. I would swear exactly. all the time. Right. I, I don't used know to get that it's in, gonna work. I used to get in trouble at work for swearing all the time. I think bad habits are more contagious than good habits. So, wait. Here's the one thing that I really want to point out. Okay. Uh, these these people say this is like the language that came out of the carrying boxes when we moved the birds was phenomenal really bad not normal swear words these were proper <laughs> expletives i mean <laughs> yeah you kind of want to meet the people that that they were living with before the zoo got the parrots you know yeah. But the, the the funny part, the funny sentences in there was towards the end, and it said, uh, and from the observation of these, you know, parrot people, it the 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 people around the cage swore more than the parrots themselves. Because <laughs> uh-huh. it, <laughs> was... it was a banter going back and forth. And like Sherry said, I think, you know, one bad seed is going to turn a whole apple orchard into like rotten apples. And, and especially if these swearing parents are going to get all the fucking attention because they're fucking funny. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. phenomenal. 
Right. And glorious, I'm sure. Glorious. <laughs> glorious. So I think the zoo should just stop accepting uh, single par parents. Single parents or single parrots? <laughs> single parents. Okay. Like the swearing parrot? Yeah, I mean, they, that could be an awesome bar. Swearing the swearing parrot. parrot. You oh, know how many people will come in to cuss at that fucking parrot and fuck hear the shit that comes out of that parrot's oh, mouth? Yeah, I love it. Oh my god, Dave, you gotta get one of them swearing parrots. Gotta get me a swearing parrot. Right. Dude, your golf swing sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll definitely get the interaction with the customers. Fuck you, no fuck you. Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> I like wow. that. That's, that's a huge marketing angle. A swearing right. parrot. Um, It'd be a psychological thing. Especially with a British accent. That would be great. <laughs> Blimey. Would you, I would need subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Can you subtitle that shit? Here's a, what I'm going to subtitle. What am I doing? Very, very smooth, Dave. <laughs> I'm so smooth. Smooth. I'm smooth. He's, he's just trying to move it along. Some for some reason, Dave's got to leave it. Yeah, Dave. He wants out. He wants out. I got a hard out. I got, I got nothing going on. Are okay. you kidding me? I could be here all night. Okay. You got four. Um, so. There's three songs for Jimmy to read to you guys. I really like last last week. I kind of had a feeling how it would go. This this week, I'm really not. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, great. and I added an extra credit just in case the other three would pissed you off. So, and there's definitely a theme that you probably you probably figured out by the second song. Great. So, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. You ready to, to read in your most excellent theatrical British voice? Uh, yeah, I don't do British too good. Yeah, no. Okay, you know, <laughs> you, know you just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, do everything. Do it all. Do it all. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. I don't really Number do one. Here we go. People of the earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night. Oh, yeah. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets, they traveled through the world on a silvery night. L I T H T. <laughs> you got nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, it struck a nerve in Dave. It kind of did, but. I think it was. That first sentence, you kind of like, Arr. right? Repeat that, Jimmy. Come on. Can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night, and in the colors of a thousand huh. sunsets, mm. they traveled through the world on a silvery night. Here and just go, go right into the green. The people of the earth stood waiting. Okay, wait, 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 wait. People of the 
Sam, can you? Uh, fuck. Watching as the ships came by, one by one, setting fire to the sky as they landed. Damn it! Dave knows it. Way back. Way back, way back. Many brain cells ago. Children children (laughs) of the sun. Children of the sun. Look around you. Uh, But I don't really know it, and I certainly don't know who sings it. Sherry will. No. Mm, no. Okay, well, go ahead, play it. All right. Was that it? Was that? You got 50. You got 50%. Yeah, dude. That's me, bro. No. I have no idea who it is. No idea. It's Jimmy, do you know it? Is it uh, Frank Zappa? <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. It's some it's some dude named Billy Thorpe. And I it was probably a one hit wonder. No. Billy Thorpe, my man. Yeah, that's right. that first that first sentence definitely clear. Fifty fifty. Jimmy Davy. Woohoo. Yeah, fifty fifty. Okay. Number two. All right. Number two. The big deuce. Uh Om. What? Hi. Hi. Viva Om. Hmm. Is this a, the your story about the Swedish Kung? Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me, Dave. Didn't it sound like that to you? The Swedish guy coming? Is that what it sounded like? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! The onion story. Yes. Say say it again, but the J is pronounced like Jesus. Like who? Hey, Jesus! <laughs> I ain't never met him. Jay, Guru Diva, Om. Yeah, still. Okay, uh, go ahead and read the green. Nothing's gonna change my world. Oh, Dave. Well, I'm this not is you. Just ignore the thing. Nothing's gonna change my world. That's not, I mean, the tune, nothing like I just said it, but those words we know. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not getting it. Is there any more? Or was that Are it? Are there more words? That's Jimmy? it. Oh, I didn't think it nothing. Say it again to me. Re- repeat it for me, Jimmy. Except, forget the those. whole thing, Jimmy. The whole thing. Jay Guru Diva Om. Nothing's going to change my world. And then it gets repeated. Yeah, mm. keep repeating it, Jimmy, till they get it. Jake, <laughs> <Take> little <laughs> Nothing's going to change my world. Jake, little 
I think I'm I'm ready to give 100 percent to Jimmy. What about All right, you? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck. All right, go ahead. It's the Beatles. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know that one. Across the universe. Uh, yeah, I don't really know that one. Yes, you do. Not, no, really. Not, not really. That's one of their. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Jimmy, 1.5. Dave, 0.5. Sherry, nada. Zip O. Nada. Zero. Zip Ooh, that was a good, a good choice there, Jimmy and Cindy. Hmm. Les hmm. Okay. Uh, number right. I, yeah, I hope so. I, I kind of want one too. That okay, number is. three. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of luck on Venus. We always had a ball on Mars. We're meeting all of the groovy people. We rocked the Milky Way so far. Oh my god, I got fucking crickets. Yeah. Jesus. Hmm. Okay. Uh just read the green. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. <laughs> Zippo. Okay. Just let me play it. We are hard. I guess the woodworkers got the brain tonight. Christ. I guess life. so. <laughs> this is like a, a deep purple. Uh, uh, you don't even know the song name? Nope. I know. Okay. But it is deep purple, right? Yeah. Yeah, wait, come on. Space fucker. Space cowboy. Space trucking. Space trucking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know that one. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, my bad for for thinking you guys knew what they saw. Thinking we were cool. You're bad for thinking we were cool. It's not your fault that we're dumbasses. It's not on you. It's not on you. It's not on you. Well, there's one more chance with the extra oh, credit. Oh, you guys great. are going to get it. We are or great. if it's just going to be, you know, adding insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> Kick well, us down. Go for it. Because, you know, after this, we're going for more wine, Sherry. Yes, right. we are. We got to do the beer wine music. All right. Number X. Let's see what you guys got. X. X. Start with a sun and move on out the futures in the skies above the heavens unfold and a new star is born space and time making love jesus just go right to the green oh what a time we have living on the ground i move to uh, I moved to <laughs> spell it. Forget it. Sound it let out. Me, let me ask. Sound it out. 
No, it was a blank. It was oh. a blank. Okay. Move to blank because that's the name of the song. Oh. Ooh. Oh. I'm still crooked. That's so I want to know one question. Jimmy, do you know this song? Uh, no. Okay. I do not. And and Sherry and Dave. I mean, crickets. Crickets Crick. are like giving me too much credit. I mean, right. no, I don't even. Crick. I don't even hear the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's play play the song and see if you guys even know what, what this is. Then. All right. Nope. No. Hang on. Nope. Nope. All right. Jimmy, do you know who that is? It's Soundgarden. No, that is not no. Soundgarden. So weird you said it's that. It's from the 70s. It's oh. Montrose. Montrose. Oh. Yeah. Whew. Oof. So that's Sorry, another well, songs that were like yeah. maybe not on the A sides. Hmm. Hmm. Jimmy. Jimmy, you got 350%. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, all-time high, James. Jesus. This is I mean, sure. wait. The crowd shouldn't be, Jimmy. I need a drink. I'm tired. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Um, a lot of reading. James, do you hmm. want to try to oh. get... I mean, you can't... No, none of us can win. You can't overcome 3.5, but do you have a theme? No. You can figure that out. Oh, wait. Out, the theme is four songs that prove that Sherry and Dave are not that cool. <laughs> I agree. Right? I'm going to say the same oh, answer. Shit. Like, if we were cool, we would have known those songs, but yeah, we're not cool. Fucking dweebs. No, I tell you what, I knew those songs because I picked them, but if I heard the lyrics, I probably wouldn't have been able to guess them. That's why I like to be on this side of the, the game. <laughs> <laughs> To tell you the truth, to Dang, be honest, that was but a no, good. That um, was a nice chat. That was a challenge. You know the we failed. the connecting theme, though. Come it on. seemed very spacey yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Very yeah, spacey. space. Space. So I feel better than Dave because hmm. I stopped no listening. What are, you, what are you talking about? Um, well, congratulations. How long do we have? Oh, we got like a minute break to wait, get yeah, but some more wait, first wine. Of all, wait, wait, wait. We got to do this. this congratulations. Is a, this is a Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. Founding by Jimmy. Oh, fuck Jimmy. All right, let's Hate go him. into the music. Okay, wait. Where's that one? What's a mind fuck? Hit it. We start out with Jimmy's song. Go get your beers, your wines, whatever. Here I go. Not you, Jimmy. What? Fucking Sherry and Cindy rule the fucking world. That's right, you motherfucker. <laughs> Don't forget it. Ooh, Jimmy. Ooh, ooh, Jimmy. Ooh, ooh, Jimmy. 
I got this song and it's loud and it's stuck in my head I gotta think up some words cause it's driving me mad yeah. I can't stop humming the tune like a curse on my brain oh, no. I got this song in my head and Jimmy's to blame Jimmy. I got this song and it's loud and it's stuck in my head I gotta think up some words cause it's driving me mad yeah. I can't stop humming the tune like a curse Are we on back my brain yet? I got this song in my head and Jimmy's to blame Jimmy. I got Woo. this song and it's loud and it's stuck in my head I gotta Woo. think up some words cause it's driving me mad yeah. I can't yeah. stop humming the tune like a uh that's jimmy on the bass you got a piece of meat or something <laughs> oh i see the heart everybody's so glad to be back i see the farts Hey, um, so I don't know if there's time for this, but um, that those songs were from the '70s. Uh, the Beatles were '69, but um, I found a a clip. If you guys are interested in hearing Absolutely. it, um, all right, just play. Can you play that supercilious number one, Dave? Supercilious number one. Make sure it's louder. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. He that was a clip. I I listened to this uh this radio on um Spotify of like some random instrumental like groovy electronic music and he just popped up. (laughs) And that was funny. And then the next clip from the same song is pretty funny if you're still interested <laughs> you Sup- bet supercilious number two Ooh, the closest neighbor to the milky way is the expansive andromeda galaxy whoa that is a pretty weird word andromeda <laughs> Andromeda. I thought it was funny and I was sober at the time. And uh, it's just, you know, fun to think that this guy that has a big brain and he's fun and cute and silly. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Gonna show you how fucking cool space is. Love him. Yeah. Actually, how fucking rad. Spaces. Fucking rad space. Super rad. Scares the shit out of me. Why is that? Did you did know. you ever see that 2009 no. Space Odyssey mm-hmm. or whatever? No. Not nothing. None of that stuff. No. Hmm. No. I think it's hmm. all so small spaces and large spaces. <laughs> right. I guess I'm an in-between. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good fucking point. Good observation. Mm. Um, all right. All right. While we're still on music, let me let me jump in real quick. Jump. It's not even. Gonna, oh, it's yeah. not going to be quick, by the jump. way. Jump. And stop me if this was 
discussed in episodes one through 10. So I was listening to a song by, I don't even know, let's say it's Pearl Jam today on the radio. And the, what are, are they still DJs? Started expanding on the movie Singles. We've all seen Singles, right? Yes. Long Back time ago. Oh, yeah. Back that was that one when all them grunge bands came out. Yep. And little Bridget Fonda and Matt Dillon. The Seattle so, music scene. And it was directed by Cameron Crowe, who was married to Nancy Wilson from Heart. I mean, all this comes into play. So originally, the Matt Dillon character, it was in the band Citizen Dick with the rest of Pearl Jam. That was the band that they were trying to make it. And originally, Cameron Crowe wanted Chris Cornell to play that character, whose character's name was Cliff Poncier. But he was too busy, Chris Cornell, he couldn't be in the movie. Well, there was a deleted scene that never made it into singles where Matt Dillon's character, this Cliff Poncier, is now on, he's left the band, Citizen Dick, and he's just busking. And some other character in the show goes by and like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going solo now. I got a cassette. And he put, gives him this cassette that it just is poncier. And he's like, I'm, I'm big in France. And that's all that was except Jeff, I can never pronounce the name, Ament, whatever guy from Pearl Jam. He was in the movie at the time. And he's like, fuck it, you can't just hand something. He did a design for the cassette and then he made up some fucking fake names for these songs so boom he hands this cassette out well chris cornell had a small cameo and so he still liked all these people and he was in on it so he picked up this cassette and saw the five titles that were on there and went out and fucking recorded songs <laughs> to these titles that the guy from Pearl Jam made up, including Spoonman. Nice. No way. So Love the it. titles of the song were Spoonman, Flutter Girl, Nowhere But You, Seasons, and Missing. And at some point, Chris Cornell fucking recorded all of that. Um, but then meanwhile, nobody knew Chris Cornell was doing this. And Cameron Crowe was married to Nancy Wilson from Heart, And she went out to a club and said, Hey, there was some guy selling these cassettes and she handed it to him. And she goes, you got to listen to this. This is really good. And he's like, that somebody's fucking with you. That's from the movie. And he didn't realize Chris Cornell had recorded all that shit. So those songs started off just a joke guy from Pearl Jam puts together some titles and this all came up. And then in the, cool. the updated single soundtrack, you know, the 25th anniversary, they ended up including all these songs. But I just thought, how fucking weird is that? And that's where Spoonman came from. And apparently Spoonman was some guy out on the street that only does, he plays music with spoons and then Chris Cornell ended up being buddies with this guy. And he said, he's the best musician I've ever met. <laughs> but then Dave, I, I sent you an email and it was a clip to the original version before he brought it to Soundgarden with just Chris Cornell doing Spoonman. 
Spoon Man. And it's kind of with with taken down without the the big volume, still a fucking good song. Is it? So wait, should I play it? Is what you're saying? You should probably play it. That was a good intro. Can you hear it? A little louder. Sounds a little less produced than the one that made it to the radio. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but I just thought that was super cool. I think I hear the guy with the spoons. Yeah. You hear the spoons? I hear the spoons. Yeah, man. All right. There you go, man. I found that super cool. And then, so one of the songs from that actually made it to the original soundtrack. And then Spoon Man, we know, blew up. And then one of the songs... Later, Chris Cornell put on an album solo. One of them went to Temple of the Dog and one of them somewhere else. But how fucking weird that that all came together just by the guy from Pearl Jam thinking, I, I like to be an artist too. We can't just hand, we got to show the audience and he creates this and makes up some fucking fake songs. And then Chris Cornell is like, I think those are cool songs. Let's fucking make something out of it. Well, yeah that's when you know you're in the flow yeah you're in the flow he just he wanted to make something more interesting than just you know a random piece of paper and then chris just expanded on that but i remember this dude that i used to work with thought that that was the stupidest fucking song why would you write a song about a guy that plays the spoons and now there's an answer Nope. I always liked that song, and now I kind of know the backstory, so that's cool. And the guy from from Pearl Jam put that on there because he'd seen the guy play with the spoons. He thought that'd just be a cool, random, you know, title. So here's what it makes me think of is how back in the day when all these bands were coming out, how confused I was when I heard Eddie Vedder singing, but the band wasn't Pearl Jam. It was fucking mary's mother had a <laughs> had a virgin or something and and then i'm hearing what's his chris cornell singing but it's not Soundgarden. it's on temple of the dog or it was crazy <laughs> they all fucking just sang and played with each other all the time there was it was crazy mother love bone but it was all good music so i yes and they all just i mean it really was a true scene like how did all those people come out of that area and um, but singles then captured it all, right? And had they were, he was trying to get all of them in, and they weren't big yet. Right. And huh. super cool. And everybody wanted the to one do, thing do their own. Bugged the shit out of me about that singles movie is is Bridget Fonda all that? Because she bugged the hell out of me. She bugged the shit out of me. You just wanted to <laughs> smack her. God. It's like stop. Like being they, such a they probably would have done her, but Jimmy, do you think Bridget Fonda's all that? Fuck no. No. I <laughs> also I also was never a big uh Matt She's Dillon a fan. So. Baby. No, both of them. And they were t- they she lusted after him. And uh, did they end up together in the end? Doesn't matter. Spoiler alert, fuck you, it's 30 years ago. 
Um, but but yes, they were both annoying. It was the rest of the movie I think I liked. Uh, I liked the subject. Yeah, of the it was movie. it was a cool slice of time kind of, and we were living in it. Yes, it, you know. And I, you know what? Fucking Asian. I, I did not know that uh, Crow and Wilson were married. Yeah, I love I love Nancy Wilson. She's yeah, my they, favorite. They were married for quite a slice of time. She's I think they're Wilson. divorced now. So I got a story like that. Yeah, give it right. to us. Bring All it, right, man. It's it's uh it's about Dolly Parton. <laughs> so uh they're sitting around um after you know uh she got hired to uh play in the movie nine to five and uh her and Jane Fonda and uh uh, Lily Tomlin. Yeah, her Lolita. They um, so they're sitting around waiting for a scene to come up. Um, there's when you're filming a movie, it's freaking not shot in sequence, uh, and there's a whole lot of time while the tech people are screwing around. So, you know, they sit around, some people play cards, you know, well, now they're probably all on their cell phones checking for whatever. But anyways, during that time, um, she's sitting there and thinking about the movie and all that. And in 10 minutes, she wrote that song, Nine to Five. Uh, have you heard the song it kind of it kind of lends itself to be in a 10 minute song you know <laughs> written in 10 minutes it's not it's no instant karma right exactly that, that's the producer said that she's just sitting there tapping her toe mm-hmm. tapping and, her toes uh, moving her lips and 10 minutes later, she said, here, I got the song. Tapping her toes, moving her lips, shaking her butt, lifting her... What? I don't think you have any room to criticize her because you're still working on that fucking turd burglar song. Easy yeah. now. I would like to start working on the turd burglar song. <laughs> what, what, what kind of um, music do you think it should be set to? A, is that punk? A jingle. Thrash punk. No, thrash punk. Thrash punk. So, have you heard of a new type of music called black metal? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no. Is that an intro to the discussion? I, I missed something. Uh, well, I sent. Uh, I, no, I didn't send anybody at this article. But it was about a black metal band, and they were called, uh, what the fuck? Nice, nice. What oh. the fuck? I like that Mer- band. Some, uh, Martyrdom. Uh, Martyrdom. Yeah, I got the article. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh. But I was intrigued by just the first two words, black metal. Like, is that 
a new style of music or is that same as the old heavy metal or uh what was that uh when they started to go off into the devil worship shit uh, oh they're not black people no no that's what i thought first too that they were heavy metal uh people that were black but no they're they're a bunch of white dudes <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing at a, a place called the White Swan in Houston, Texas. Oh, you lost and, me. Well, it's in Houston. Somehow, so during their act, somebody got a hold of a pig head and they were throwing it around. Well, there and, you go. And somehow, uh, that story got picked up by uh, MTV or something, or TMZ. Sounds pretty staged to me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they brought they broadcast it. No such thing and as And so they threat. had to issue an apology to, um, where is it? Where's their apology? We want to apologize to any vegans, Muslims, or other minority groups we may have offended. Vegan. Fucking vegans. <laughs> Why would a vegan It makes be... it sound cooler than than, than vegan. Yeah, it does. A... I'm a vegan. Why would a vegan, a vegan be offended by a band that had a pig's head up on stage? Because I mean they don't eat pig and Well like, they weren't eating the pig. I know, but like you, you think like as a vegan you have to accept that there's some people that are okay with eating the product that comes from a pig but just like randomly throwing a pig around i mean it's just it just seems like hmm. another layer uh dismembered head of a pig yeah right. like just nobody's even of... getting sustenance out of it right just mur murdered this I mean. pig I mean, even if you're an omnivore you should be offended yes exactly that would be I'm, like I'm sitting like, there dancing in my groove, and all of a sudden a pig head hits me. Did Ozzy Osbourne ever apologize to the Bat Lovers Foundation of America? He would have if he was able to speak. I'm just uh, saying. I'm just saying. They, I don't know. I guess I didn't listen to the whole article, but so they had a they had a fucking pig's head up on stage. Big deal. No, it was in the crowd. They were throwing it around like a beach ball. Yeah, uh, in the crowd, Dave. It's that's, not like they're showing it. They're still okay. it out. I'm still no, okay it's with not. that. It's terrible. I'm good with that. Throwing pig what head if, around. What if I I played at your golf course with one of those new Taylor Swift golf clubs? Yeah. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, I know you would be. That was yes. not a good analogy because he's okay with everything. <laughs> he's okay with everything. Everything. Well, it's Taylor oh, May. Oh, Taylor May. Well, now I didn't even catch that. Um, uh, I, I have no, no. Uh, I got one oh, last oh, quick oh, song derivation. Uh oh. Um, you know, so we had this the all the shit behind the song from the singles that was actually true, but one of my favorite um, meanings behind the song I learned from my good friend Tommy Side of Spaghetti and that the song Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead was about boobs. 
And I was like, you um, know what? I mean, we were a little drunk. And I'm like, you're right. It fucking totally is about boob jobs. And I never got that. And then when I look about the meaning behind fake plastic trees, it has nothing to do with that. Um, but but he had, he had a good fucking point. And I was totally on board because they keep talking about this. Uh, she bought this thing from a rubber man. And then later on in the song, it says he used to do surgery for girls in the 80s, but gravity always wins. How can that not be about boob jobs? Fake titties. Right. Totally. Right. So thank you, Tommy, because that's actually the real meaning behind that fucking song. Tommy it's about boob spaghetti. jobs. Yeah. Mm. So I believe it. Thanks, Tommy. So he was a master of the cup size. <laughs> and the huevos. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave wants to go. Dave? I mean, he's, he's let's she's go. Let's champion, go. I can say my keywords for next week. Uh, we got, next week we're talking about art. Oh, and shit, Cindy had a keyword. We can have a keyword, no, Dave. We can, I, I can listen, I, I am not. No, no, I am not in a hurry to go away. Okay, <laughs> that is hilarious. I've got nothing going on. As soon as we turn this, I just turn around and start watching TV. So please. Continue Let's do a your... final keyword. We never end with a oh, keyword. Hang on a second here. Tune in down. What do you do? I got a game that's just for you. Check the news. Find the story. Keyword. Keyword is the name of the game. Keyword. 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 Keyword is the name of the game. I mean, that's Jesus. Beautiful. All right, people. It is beautiful. <laughs> this. This keyword is parenthetical. Ooh. So wait for it. So here we go. Stanley Cup thief arrested. Parentheses. Not hockey. Okay. Any idea? Yeah. Wait. Here's here's what's weird. If if one of us is right, maybe Jimmy. When you had no sound, we were talking about this potentially. Aha. Is that oh. what it was? We were just talking about this in the pre-show? I think Jimmy was. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't read the article. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy should get... Oh, God. Because I remember point. the Stanley Cup, but it wasn't uh, hockey. Jimmy, you know about this. You give the first guess. Come on, Jimmy. All I know was... Uh, that the Stanley Cup is a trendy item. With oh, the, that's right. Like a coffee mug or it's one of those. It's the latest craze. Like a Yeti kind of a metal cup. It's, yeah, like any other one. Yeah. Only Stanley. Yeah, made. so <laughs> so we're busting it out because I didn't realize you guys knew about the story already because yeah, I was late. And soundless, but um, some chick. This is the story that I heard. Some chick, uh, I don't even know where, got arrested. Probably in Texas. Yeah, got Texas. arrested for stealing twenty five hundred dollars worth of Stanley cups. I'm like, who stole a Stanley cup, and why is there more than one? That's why I clicked on the article. <laughs> and it's this fucking 
40 ounce, keep it hot or cold, that they sell at Target, that all of a sudden all these soccer moms want to have one of every color and then they display it on their mantle like if they were works of art and they have TikToks showing how many and how different the colors are and like are you actually drinking that much water are you just you know jumping on the latest trend jesus so it's just a, the latest weirdest um thing like uh you know i thought it kind of tied into the snoopy with the puff jacket but at least those you just needed one you know that's exactly what we were saying it's a, it's the latest um let's do um scarcity marketing right you can't yeah. get them can't get them i don't, I don't know yeah. i don't know but um i was trying to remember if there was anything you know in our time when we were whatever and the one thing that i came up with was pet rocks right but all oh, right the mood was there any kind of <laughs> the mood ring but, but it was never like out of stock, you know, it was like, oh, I got to have one of those. So there was people that were going out and buying, like just buying tons of them, thinking like the scarcity of it would make people want them, which it did. But then also a lot of this, like you were saying, Cindy, these, these soccer moms posting it, you still wonder if Stanley paid them to, to put stuff out there about you want every color. Right? Like, is it even real? Or are they right. paid sponsors to say, Fake oh, look, pay. we got whatever. And then the next soccer mom looks at it Wait. and goes, oh my God, I want it. Maybe we could get sponsored by them. Come on. Well, one of, the one of the comments was, you know, people are like, oh, I need my Stanley Cup because, you know, I need to drink water and and keep it cold and one There's of the comments was yeah. um it's a 40 ouncer if you can't drink 40 ounces while it's still cold then you're not drinking enough water right <laughs> exactly yeah but there was a local val sent me um a local i don't know facebook um what do you call it social media post and it was from the liquor store and it said, let us help fill your overpaid Stanley Cup. Go on <laughs> in from 10 to 7. <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, yes, so anyway. But, okay. Yeah, so when you were. But yeah, I think the tipping point is is like on the way back down. Because they say like it it gets, it grows, it grows, it grows. And once, you know, it spills it. I guess it started with the millennials. And once it spills up to the Gen Xers or down to the Zoomers and they're on to the next thing for so sure whoever has a stanley cup collection now you're fucked you're Fu totally uh, fucked. fucked and um we started before you had uh your headset working i was drinking out of a yeti and jimmy's like wait, wait, wait what are you drinking out of i'm like i don't know this thing oh it's a yeti and he's like oh, i thought it was a stanley cup so I mean, see, and what what a way to to loop it all in the pre-show, pre-show to the close. Right. Well, they do say a whole bottle of wine fits in a forty ounce. <laughs> uh, oh, what happened to Sherry? She just lit. Uh oh, Sherry. 
<laughs> we have to stop and end yeah. this mess. Now she better join back in. And Jimmy, you can't <laughs> go anywhere. So hard. She blocked herself out. Because you, should, Jimmy, have to sing us out. She was just probably turning her camera on and she fucking hung up the phone. Fucking don't Sherry. It's the end of the show. So put down your beer and get the hell out of here. Uh huh. Dumbass. I know I, I hit I hit clicked on the wrong thing. Dumbass. Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. I would Who's saying good night. I would So yeah, tell, man, I, all of a sudden there was a lot of good news today. There was, and we only got to part of it. Right. Yeah. That's that's all right. Uh Did we say Jim, good night while I was gone? No. No. But shut your trap and now Jimmy. Say good night to your fans. I already told them to get the hell out. No, you got to say good night. I mean, I got a little bit of wine left. I'm sorry. All my fans have a safe and luscious evening. Uh, Luscious. Safe Mm. and luscious evening. Uh, Sherry, you go next. Good night, all my fans. Have some larva. <laughs> Cindy, don't laugh because you're next. I, I know I'm going. I'm going on a different angle. <laughs> Good night, all of Jimmy's fans. Have a sorted and luscious evening. Oh, sorted, sorted. Yeah. Uh. Good night, or don't. all of Jimmy's fans, and have a shiny, luscious evening. Oh, my God. Luscious, wait, shiny, luscious Jackson. Luscious, luscious Sh- Jackson. Shiny, luscious Jackson. <laughs>